Welcome to the Seeing Through the Numbers podcast. My name is Amanda Fisher, the Cashflow Queen and author of Unscramble Your Numbers. Welcome to episode 26 of Seeing Through the Numbers podcast. Today I want to talk about the power of restraint. But before that, I want to say thank you to you for listening to the podcast. This is episode 26, so that's six months of the podcast has been running now. And I'm delighted to continue to bring these episodes to you. And for those of you that have been listening from the beginning and are regular listeners, big, big thank you for continuing to support this podcast and continue your learning about numbers and how they work. So today I want to talk about the power of restraint. And this is, it's come to my mind particularly because I see this so often. And to be honest, I'm guilty of it myself in certain circumstances. Restraint in business in terms of expenditure can be really hard. Well, there are a number of questions that you should be asking before you spend money within your business. And it really applies to everything. So I'll talk about that first, but then I want to talk about some specifics that are ones that can be a bigger challenge. But the first question is, is this is spending this money going to earn me income? Now that's an easy answer if it's advertising, hopefully it's working, although that is a question about is it the right advertising and are you getting a return on the investment in terms of how much new business and sale, increased sales are you getting as a result of the advertising? But some are, are obvious. You've got to pay the labor that does the, the delivery. You've got to buy your product and service, products. Um, you know, those sorts of things. A lot of that is really obvious. You have to pay the rent, although it doesn't directly earn you income. It's a necessary evil if you've got a bricks and mortar type operation. So the first question is, is this expenditure going to directly earn me income? So the second one is a lot closely aligned to that. Are these expenses that I have to have to be in business? And perhaps this is where the rent comes in. This is licenses, uh, accounting fees, bank charges, insurances, registrations, licenses, those types of things that you do have to have in order to be in business. And once you've answered those two questions, that should get that's your basics that's your bare minimum business expenses once you go beyond that we start to get into the realm of discretionary expenses these are the want to haves not the have to haves and this is where it gets a lot more tricky in some cases the want to haves become have to haves for example, early on in business, you might go that 
it would be nice to have a good CRM so I can keep track of sales or a good email marketing system. And yes, there are free versions and cheap versions, but you may decide to go for one that's got the bells and whistles on the basis that you will build the business, in, you know, grow into it. And rather than chopping and changing systems over time, then it's better to have something that will suit you longer term right from the get-go. And so that's a bit of a nice to have, don't need to have in the early days or at some point, but it's still justifiable potentially on the basis that it's something that, as I say, you don't have to shop and change. But then there are all the other expenses that really are discretionary. Do you do that extra training? Do you sign up for that course? Is that ad that you've seen on Facebook or LinkedIn or in the paper or somewhere for something that looks really super cool that would be really good for your business? Is it something that really will be useful? Is it something that will elevate the business and the revenue or is it just something that you want to have because it looks good, feels good and you've been, dare I say, sucked in by the advertising rhetoric? There are people out there who write amazing sales copy and you get to the end of it and you just want to buy it. And whether or not you need it is another question. Whether or not you actually use it is another question again. And that's where I'll put my hand up and say, I'm guilty. I remember, oh, I'd probably be going on two years ago now. I bought a, a program, wasn't, ex wasn't cheap. Uh, it was an online training program. It looked good. All the sales rhetoric got me in. It was a special deal, special price with bonuses, all those wonderful things, those sales tricks. And I bought it. And then I didn't have time to do anything with it. And it sat in my, you know, <laughs> availability for me to log in and deal with it for a long time. But it was always in the back of my mind because it was something that I did really, really want to do. And so whilst it took me a year and a quarter before I actually started the training it was money well spent because I have done the training and I have benefited from it and learnt a lot and changed things as a result so whilst I could have bought it later at a time when I was actually going to use it uh, you know I got sucked in as I say by the rhetoric at the time but it was still something that I got value out of Whereas there are other things that you think, yeah, that looks good, that looks good. And I try very hard myself now to put on that, am I really going to use it? Where is it going to take me and my business? Is it, does it help me to get to where I want the business to go? given my goals for the next 12 months, 24 months for the business, you know, and I'm thinking particularly systems and training. I came across one the other day, really good deal again, like great pricing. Oh, so, so tempted. But I looked at it and went, yeah, but it's another system. I don't have the time to implement it right now. I have a lot of other things that I'm working on don't have time to implement it and it really was probably for a business that's bigger than I am at this stage in terms of staff numbers and 
I was able to say to myself, well, whilst it's a good deal, no, I'm not going to buy that. I don't, I have, my focus is very clear. And I think this is where it comes back to your goals. When you know what you're planning on, when you know what your goals are, it can be really easy to say, is this going to help me get to my goals? And for me, that would have been a distraction. I have a lot on my plate and adding that system in as well would have distracted me from what I know I need to do in the next three to six months. And yeah, I can get it later. And whilst, as I say, it was a good price. But this also comes into mind vacations and holidays. And we all need our time out. There is no question about that. Working hard, working long hours, and never giving yourself a break is a recipe for a complete disaster, you know, exhaustion, mental collapse of some variety if you're not careful, and, you know, medical things going wrong, all sorts of things that can happen if you don't give your time, your body and brain time to unwind and relax and rejuvenate from on a regular basis. And, and as long as you can afford it, I have no problem. I love my holidays and I have recently been talking to someone who's talking about uh, bringing joy in your life and one of the things she talks about is having a holiday to plan, for, you know, that you're looking forward to. And that has been me my entire life. If I don't have some kind of trip away that's on the horizon, it might be months away, it doesn't matter. But if I don't have one of those, I'm not a very happy camper. And so for me, making sure that that's, that's a key thing. You do need to have that. But keep it within your budget. The number of times over the years that I have had clients who weren't paying my fees, who weren't paying other suppliers' bills, who were behind on tax debts, as I say, payments of all their outstanding payables, and yet they found the money to go overseas, stay in a fancy five-star resort and have a holiday for a few weeks in the summer. I just look at it and go, yeah, but you've just blown however many thousands of dollars on a holiday. And I get that you need one, don't get me wrong, but you've blown that money on the holiday and you could have been paying off some of your bills and had a less expensive holiday or even just don't go to work and enjoy being in your home city. Have a staycation. Nothing wrong with a staycation. For many people, being in holiday in their home city is something they've never done. All the tourist attractions, all the things that people come to your city for, you've never done. You've never been to them. If you've moved around the world a bit, my bet is you probably have. Because one of the things I find, I have moved around the world a lot. And every time I land in a new city, I'm out checking it out, just doing the, doing the tourist things, checking the sites, looking around. When you've been born, born and brought up and lived in the same city, the chances are that you don't really know a lot about your home city. I think. I may be wrong. I'd be interested to hear your views on that if anyone has a different view. But for a lot of us, no. So stay at home. Go to the local whatever. Whatever's in your local city that go and do, there's always free things to be done in the city. Rather than if you don't have the money and you're, you have outstanding bills, 
rather than not paying your bills. Because amongst other things, what you've just done is add more financial pressure to yourself because you still have the outstanding invoices that you haven't paid anyway. They're still outstanding. They're not going away just because you've gone away. And then you've added the thousands of dollars of extra expense onto a credit card or you've pulled money out of the bank account that belonged in the business for you to have that trip. Either way, you're down however many thousands of dollars you spent on that trip and you've just added that to the whole amount that you owe an outstanding. So whilst you might get a benefit of enjoying a few weeks away, you're going to come back and be even more stressed out about all the bills you've got. And not only that, of course, if you go away, the chances are you weren't earning any income or the income in the business will be significantly reduced. And so you've come back to, you know, income accounts, your, your billing, your invoicing to your supply, customers and clients is reduced. You just made it worse. So whilst I understand the need for time out, absolutely take time out. But if you owe money and you're behind in your bills, don't add to your own financial pressure by spending more than you can afford for that. And the same kind of comes with the, the gifts and the giving, whether it's Thanksgiving or Christmas or whatever. Presents for birthdays, Mother's Day, Father's Day, Valentine's Day, anniversary, it doesn't matter. If you're struggling with your cash flow and you've got bills outstanding, don't don't buy the fancy whatever. Buy something nice. Be a bit more thoughtful and don't overextend. Use some restraint on how you're spending your money and to some extent your time. Like particularly I'm talking money. I am seeing through the numbers podcast after all. So yes, we are talking money, but it also applies to your time too. Be conscious of what you're spending your money on, how you're spending the money, and whether there is a way to get the same result without spending quite as much. So use some power of restraint in these times, particularly when you've got cash flow issues. If you've got lots of money rolling around, you're very profitable and you've got plenty of cash flow and you want to splurge, go right ahead. If that's your decision, it might be your decision though to squirrel that money away for a rainy day or to reinvest the money back into the business in some way. But that is your decision. If you're profitable, high, high cash flow without any issues, then you have discretion as to which way you spend the money. I still think the power of restraint is important. There's no point blowing it and wasting it. There is a finite amount, although there's you know abundance in the world and there's plenty to go around. But, you know, always be aware of this may be a rainy day down the track and put money away for retirement, children's education, all the other things that, you know, you can think of. But just think about next time before you, particularly if it's a major expense, but next time before you spend, just think about, apply some power of restraint and see whether or not it is the best use of that money and whether or not there isn't a way that you could restrain yourself and still get the same result. Thank you again for listening for six months. 
now of episodes of Seeing Through the Numbers podcast. I'm so excited about that. We've got it to six months. Now let's head for a year and I look forward to you, you being part of that journey over the next six months as we head to our one-year anniversary. Thank you for listening to the Seeing Through the Numbers podcast. Make sure you subscribe to get notifications of upcoming episodes so that you don't miss any. Looking forward to seeing you in the next episode.